Hello. Welcome to Truth Friends Deep Podcast. I'm Taryn. I'm Callie. And we're here to talk about all things Law and Order, SVU, the original, oh, what did I forget? SVU, organized crime, fantastic writing. There you go. Yeah, I suppose I said Law and Order, and that's what I was counting on. Anyway, fantastic writing and more. Um, We're here. On the, it's episode day, and we're running a little late on schedule, but that's okay. This happens. I have heard. Life is life. And, life and yeah, we're finally here. And I'm life half six, but you know. Life here. is life. And, yeah, life. I'm on summer break. I'm back in my house. I have one more day. One more day. All my assignments are due tomorrow night at 11.59, and I have... Um half of one left and another paper and like another small thing and then I'm done and going to sleep a lot I'm glad that I've gotten older nap time has been crucial to my survival of the day same like when you're like when you're little you're like I hate nap time no when you get to be an adult nap in your 20s nap when you're in your 20s you'd be like nap time is required Anyway, I feel like nap time is approaching, but we have stuff to do. So anyway, uh, anyway, so here yeah. we are. So we are talking about season, I mean, episodes 19 of the series. So we have three more. Well, after tonight, it'll be two more. And we're really excited for the next two. We'll talk about that after we, well, we won't be in this episode because we won't be uh, Anyway, so Law and Order is called Private Lives. So at the beginning, um, a politician and her manager are coming to her house. She's going home for the night. And she sees a dead body. And it's Orion Martell, who is her husband. He's dead. And he's a doctor. He's a doctor, yes. I've, yeah, he's, he needs dead. He's been hit. I think he's hit with, with a lamp or something like that. But he's dead. Um, yeah. They've been married 15 years. 15 years. You know, so they must be in love with him for 15 years. Anyway, but we do, we find out that like she's like um a conservative she's on the right and she's been getting like threats and stuff for because she lives in New York so I mean, New York is more left leaning than uh, right leaning uh, so she feels anyway I live in the South people act the opposite way so um anyway Cosgrove uh, um, yeah. and Shaw do some yeah. investigating and they find out the message was sent by a drag queen. Mm-hmm. Um, or a man who does drag queen story time. Like, like, yeah, it is drag queen story time. It's literally kids, but... pulled directly from the headlines because that. Oh, yeah, it, it, that that did right now. It just happened. Um, Martel wanted to introduce a bill banning kids from seeing drag, which is actually happening in some places. It's actually happening, like drag queen story times, drag queen things. There's a bill in Tennessee that is, um, I believe got passed that may have. I should know these things. Alabama experts are similar. I should know these things, but. And Shaw makes the point, uh, says, isn't drag more of an adult thing? Um, and the guy explains, no, like drag is just another way to like express yourselves and the kids yeah. really love it mm-hmm. um but here's my thing yeah mm-hmm. it's not hurting anybody yeah. kids, exactly like, it's not hurting anybody drag is a happy 
usually a happy, yeah. expressive, mm-hmm. it's really um, cool. colorful experience. Like, mm-hmm. and for adults, maybe it gets a little like it can be more adults, but you know, you. overall, okay. I couldn't you. think of how to describe it either. But it can be more Word. adult, but, but for, for kids. kids I mean, like it's, it's okay weird. it's just like another person reading them a story who just happens to be wearing a bright colored dress and wig and everything like it's yeah. not um it's not a horrible thing exactly but uh the guy's like yeah i sent the message i wanted her to hear it um but he is not the person who did this. They just mm-hmm. did that to like throw us off trail. You know, it has to take some time. A, you can't just catch the person immediately. Get the point across that this is the kind of person that the woman is, and now they have to figure out why the husband is yeah. dead. Dead. Got murdered. Dead. Um, so we, the next thing they get do some a little chasing. chasing. Not a big guy. We almost get another chase scene. Not this time. Not yet. But no. Bosgro grabs the guy and like pushes him up against a shelf and mm-hmm. they arrest him and they bring mm-hmm. him in. Um they interrogate the guy. And I don't remember what they said, but it's not him, so Yeah, basically that's not him. Um So then they find the doctor they go like do the tech stuff. They go through his like security and his calendars yeah. and that's he deactivated it. Um, um, so he had, but then like they looked at his calendar, like he had some security deactivated, and then he had like, well, he they had it was like TM, which they didn't, it didn't have a meaning really at, to, at the moment. They had to figure that out. They're trying to figure out what that means, but then they like look at the videotape of his home security and they see that it's oh, um, a boy, maybe like 11 or 12. I think they maybe say how old he is. I'm saying he for the moment because we're, uh, we're going to get we'll there. Get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, that's 12 or 12, maybe. They weren't exactly, but like and it had, the age. On his calendar, there was a little like initial and it said TM. So they yeah. had to figure out what that was. They had TM, yeah. the security footage, and they have to go find mm-hmm. the kid. So mm-hmm. they go to this middle school and they find yeah. Oh, the TM is Taylor Myers. They're in the seventh grade. And I'll draw you in the seventh grade. 12, 13. Yeah, 12, they 10. Have mental health issue. They had mental health issues that kept them out of school mm-hmm. for a long time the previous year. So they are repeating the grade. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause Ravenshaw gently tried to carefully try to approach him. Um, mm-hmm. as soon as Taylor sees them, they run. Um, mm-hmm. they have their head down. They aren't looking at anything. They run into the street, and Shaw pull, has to pull them back to save Green. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by a car. Um, yeah. So then they sit down and they talk with, um, with Taylor and their parents. Um. And they find out that Taylor went to like see the school counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, you know, first they were like, Why were you with the doctor? Mm-hmm. 
and Shaw was very good with this. He's like, if any, if this person hurt you at all, you can tell us it's okay. It's not yeah. your fault. Mm-hmm. He's had a very good, um, gentle bedside manner. Yeah. Um, and, and then there's like insistent, like this, the doctor didn't hurt me. So they do some digging. They say that Taylor was at the school guidance counselor. They yeah. go to talk to the ga- counselor. Counselor. They um, find that she's Ryan's sister. Yeah, it's Ryan's sister. Also, so it's a family yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, this see... is important, so keep it in your back pocket, everyone. Yeah. Yeah, that's important. Um, school counselor is Ryan's sister. She says that she didn't see um, Taylor that day. Mm-hmm. And she makes the point that um, because they were worried that the doctor was assault, not molesting Taylor. She says Ryan wasn't molesting Taylor. He was treating her. Yeah, and it would look worse. And then Sean Garsgrove like, her. What do you What do you mean? Um, we find out that Taylor is trans, but their but Taylor's parents refuse to let her transition. So the doctor has been giving Ryan Martell has been giving her um, hormone replacement medication. He um kind of like in the secret is what's been kind of going on in the background so then they go to i think they go to where did they go i don't remember but anyway uh taylor's dad who's robert is arrested because i think they go to taylor's house to like talk to taylor or taylor's family um because he has like scars on his arm so that was suspicious so they arrested him um so so but then they kind of then the detectives realize there's kind of this conflict going on because uh, the congresswoman, she wants to ban drag queens, but then her husband is helping um, trans trans affirming care for Taylor. So it's kind of this like conflict going on. So they're kind of like, what is going on? What is happening? And then next they go talk to no one and Sam because that's what they do in these show. Gotta get to the law part. I mean, the origin, whatever. Anyway, what am I saying? I'm just rambling. I ice cream, okay? Um, so they're talking to Sam and Nolan, and of course they have to they use proper pronouns for Taylor saying she instead of he, which is very important stuff because that's very the right thing. You know, the parents kept saying he, but they were saying she. And the dad was getting frustrated because they kept saying she for Taylor instead of he for Taylor because I have a son, not a daughter. Um, and they find out the dad has a temper and he gets really angry. Um and then they go to draw. And then Nolan makes his opening argument, which he said, I understand that the use of this medication might not sit right with everyone, and we are entitled to our own opinions, but but the but the medication is safe and necessary. Because some people don't think think uh hormones are dangerous, but like when you think about it, even straight people use hormones. I'm not sure people um wrong term. Oh uh, uh people who are um, accepting of the gender that's not what I'm looking for what is the word I'm looking for um better I mean uh anyway you know what I mean um even people who are uh because people use like estrogen 
I mean, even if sometimes you need women use estrogen to get more um, hormonal uses for like producing more eggs and stuff like that. So it's not necessarily gender affirming care is for all people, not just people who are non-binary or trans transgender. Um, okay, so the defense makes their argument saying that like Ryan Martell is was preying on a confused child because this defense is making the argument that like being trans is uh, not being confused or like not a real thing, sort of. And Sam sees this and is getting frustrated. And then, oh, uh, and they said that the victim, uh, Dr. Bertel, had a blood in her, his fingernails, and that's why there's scratch marks on the bed. And uh, the wife, Susan, she left town because they were like, where did she go? You would think she would be here if her husband is, uh, her husband was killed and you'd be at his trial, but she had like left. Um, but the wife knew what was happening and she ended up telling uh, Nolan and Sam that like, she heard the fight between Robert and Ryan. That she was there, but like, she didn't want to testify at the moment. So then she comes to Nolan with his sleeves rolled up. We love a man with rolled up sleeve, um, says, is your career that important? Is it really worth letting the man who killed your husband walk free? Oh, yeah. Uh, the lawyer is also, okay, this lawyer is, is also a repeat offender, Delia Wilson. I don't really know what that means, but I know who that is. But, like, anyway, Callie kind of disappeared for a second, so I'm kind of uh, going on my own here. Um. And they're kind of talking about this, uh, my spot. I'm not, the lawyer is also a repeat offender. Where did I put my phone? Sorry, I had to go take care of something. Better I'm back. Okay, so we're at, you wrote, I think you wrote this. The lawyer is also a repeat offender, Delia Wolfson. Oh, yeah, the, um. Um, I, mean, I feel like I remember who Delia Wilson the, is. Um, it was the arc right before um, Barbara showed up. The, uh, the I know she, oh, I know. I bet that, I know that that's the case, case where yeah, I know you're talking about that. Getting like in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, it's an SVU. I was like, not with her. Yeah, because I remember like it's referenced in Barbara's present episode because Bunch is like, ever since Delia Wilson named names, we don't have any lawyers. Yeah. I remember now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, her. Got you. Yeah. Where, got you, where are you? Her. Um. Uh, the wife is about to testify. The wife on the stand. That's where I am. Uh, um, also the... um. Can we just say that? Uh. It's very interesting how um, the wife. Wants to ban drag queens and yeah. everything, and the husband is treating a trans yeah. girl. Like, yeah, we were, t I mentioned it, but you weren't here in conversation. Today. Two very different sides of the spectrum, and they've yeah. been married for 15 years. So, uh, yeah. they look because she said we agree almost on everything except politics. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you said the. Mm. Oh, she's getting on the stand. Yeah, she's about to get on the yep. stage. Um, did you did you read the Nolan quote? 
Um, is your career more important? I did that one. Which uh, yeah. she's a politician. Is oh, yeah. So this is after the after she testified. Yeah. Um, she did good. Um, yeah. And Nolan, uh, it's a Nolan and Sam are sitting in like a waiting room or whatever. Yeah, they're um, kind of waiting for the next person is talking. And Nolan says she's a politician, and Sam says not today. Today she was a wife who spoke from the heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the two get into a conversation about Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um. And their opinions on her transitioning. Mm-hmm. And at first, I was nervous because, um, like we both very much like to believe like Nolan is um, even though he's a white man, is um, pretty much um. Man, what is the word I'm looking for? On the right side of things. Yeah. Um, am I one of those, am I one of those it, things where like no one is just older and he doesn't understand and needed to be taught? Probably was where. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. Um. And then he's like, he kept he goes into I'm. He says he's not uncom he's uncomfortable about letting a 13 year old child make this decision for themselves and sam says it's not a decision mm-hmm. um and only continues and says but what if five years from now she changes her mind and sam makes and i was like nolan you're getting into dangerous territory my friend mm-hmm. sam, please correct. don't make me not like you <laughs> yeah i'm like stop but sam makes a point and saying, like, it's different than deciding if you want to be a firefighter or an astronaut. This is about deciding who you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next line that they have Sam say is, I think, is a very important line. Mm-hmm. But it's very blunt as well. So it's mm-hmm. like, um, is this what Nolan needed to hear? Yeah, I feel like it was. I feel like yes. she needed a better understanding. Of- because you can see his, like, when she's saying it, you can see his head tilted. You can see the gears turning in his head that maybe she's right. Um... Mm-hmm. She says, you never didn't want to be a boy. You weren't trapped in a female body. You weren't forced to grow root. You weren't for goodness. You weren't trapped in a female body. You weren't forced to grow boobs. And she stops. Um, because I'm in my head, I'm thinking. Technically. Out of the two, Sam is the one who, Sam is technically, like, Nolan's lesser. Yeah. So in my head, I'm like, I'm thinking, maybe she stopped because she's worried she overstepped. 
Yeah. Um. And I. And then she went a little too far. Yeah. And then she, she didn't want to be like disrespectful to. Yeah, me. she didn't want to be disrespectful to him, but you could tell him hearing that. It kind mm-hmm. of changed his thoughts and kind of put things into per- perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and it changes. She changes what she's saying, and she says, "I'm just saying, it's complicated." Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, "It was a very descriptive, descriptive example, but go, Sam." Mm-hmm. Um. I definitely think it put things into perspective for Nolan. Mm-hmm. Um, and it reminded me of the releasey conversation that Amanda and Sonny had during Transgender Bridge, which is like years ago now. Yeah, it's season. It's the first season he's on. So it's- 16 and we've improved they've the show has improved how they discuss um transgender people yeah because at first it's real bad because early on it's really bad um but because um i wrote the line down that she said um and obviously this the issue of trying the um they issue the topic of transgender people trans just transitioning is more than just this but um she says would you or another boy that you grew up with ever wear a skirt if it didn't come from a real real place and sunny replies and says no I guess not. So back then with the info that we had, that is the way that we were able to explain it. And honestly, mm-hmm. it did give Sonny um a different perspective to think of and it did yeah. explain it to him. And that is what Sam did with her explanation of mm-hmm. Nolan, and you could see him thinking about it, like what it would that would be, mm-hmm. like for him. Um. So yeah, it was an important conversation. I wasn't expecting Sam's description of it to get that mm. descriptive, but I do think it was necessary. I think because Sam is from the south, so like there's a lot of stigmatization about. Yeah transgender and being part of the LGBT community and stuff like that. A few months ago, actually a few months ago, it was like most of being in the March, I think. I went to Trans Day Visibility, the parade, the pride parade that we had here at the Capitol. And it was a really cool experience. And then like hearing young people, kids younger than our kids, well, teenagers, really, they kind of talked about their experience of either being trans or non-binary and how like laws are like really effective and those like things are extremely hurtful instead of like saying that like we're pro-life per se but not pro-life enough for uh, the state saying that like we're pro-life but not pro-life for all people is a shameful and then they 
needs to do better because so many young trans people are losing their lives because they can't get the care that they need. So it is a very important topic and it was really cool to go to a Pride Parade to mention this experience even if I got it. I do want to say, out of all the people that they could have had on the show, like giving this description, having Sam do it was mm-hmm. the right way to go. Sam mm-hmm. is when she has a stance on something, she's going to be very, she's going to stand her ground on it, and it's going to be very powerful. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this was done pretty good for a lot of us this year. Yeah, uh, yeah in the right direction. Yeah. Um, so the next thing is that the mom did get permission to the mom the testifies and she says that she did give the doctor permission to treat Taylor. Mm-hmm. Dad had no idea. Yeah. Um, she steps down, and the defense says they call they're calling Taylor. Mm-hmm. And the mom immediately turns around and looks at her husband and says. No, you can't call Taylor. It will destroy her. The dad mm-hmm. is like, mm, nope, I don't care. Um, she talks to Nolan and Sam and explains that Taylor, unfortunately, has a history of um potential suicide. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that if she testified and gets possibly destroyed on the stand, she could go try to kill herself again. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, no, the dad doesn't care about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Nolan and Sam go to talk to the dad and his lawyer. And they basically say things such as, we're here because we're worried about your daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, you're really willing to hold your child's mental health hostage, willing to gamble over a goddamn plea. And mm-hmm. this is when the dad really pissed me off. Yeah. So she looks sure, I was like, at them with straight face and says, you keep saying daughter. I don't have a daughter. Yeah, you're like, bro, come on. Yeah. Full on insistent that no, he basically killed his, the doctor because he was taking away his son. The thing is, yeah. he never had he doesn't have never. a son. He has a daughter. No, he doesn't want to say that at all. He's very insistent yeah. that my child is my son. I don't have yeah. a daughter. I don't know what any of you are talking about. I don't care. Yeah. It, it's not even looking good. He does not care at all. And unfortunately, that there, there are a lot of people in the world who have that yeah. feeling. Yeah. And have that point about that. Um, so his lawyer offers a deal saying for 50, you get 15 years 
But uh, yeah, that's the deal that his defense is offering. But uh, the congresswoman is very upset about this because she doesn't think this is all fair. Well, here's the uh, thing. They didn't want, like, they gave a generous deal. They like, Yeah, they wanted him to get life. And so I they're believe. like, we have to think of something else in the like 15 years. They didn't really want to offer him that deal. Mm-hmm. But unlike the father, they had Taylor's mental health mm-hmm. in mind. They put yeah, her first. The dad put himself first. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Barrett's wife is furious. And she doesn't think it's fair for one transgender child. Um, And so Nolan is, like, talking to her, like, explaining... Like, it's more than just that. It's... Um... Because this is the last episode. She, um... And she says, like, thanks to you, like, my opponents are already putting out ad campaigns that I am okay with child gentle mutilation. And Nolan's, like, you know, which is ridiculous, but, you know. Yeah. Politics, conservatives. Yeah. It's a bloodbath in that case. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. This woman is a conservative and does not yeah. fully believe in these issues. Yeah. But she has a heart at the yeah. very least. Yeah. And she says, thanks to you, I will likely be replaced by someone who doesn't even believe trans people are real. That it's all make-believe. You made the world, you were worried about this one child, and you made the world less safe for a child. Get the hell out of my house. Yep. And just like, no. And Nolan is crushed. Yep. Um, Yep. And here's the thing. Is the man in prison for killing the doctor? Yes. Yes. Is it long enough? Probably not. And is this going to be okay? Probably not. Probably not. Because she makes a very good point. Like, yeah. Especially because of what's going on in our world right now. Yeah. There are deaf, like the dad... There are people in this world who do not believe trans people are even real. Are people. Are even are people. Period. And story. Um, which is not true. You hear, you're hearing it from both of us. Trans people are people and they deserve respect. Yeah. Just yes. like you anybody else. Valid. You are um, very valid. Hold on, I gotta ask you something. But I'll text it to you. Yeah, I texted. Uh, um, I think it's very powerful that like the woman is a conservative and she's like, no, like I'm still worried about like children because of you because somebody might replace me who's going to make this yeah make life a living hell for these kids. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I'll get started on that eventually. Yeah. We did um, that eventually. Nolan is crushed. Nolan, yeah. Nolan learned a lot this week. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think no, like no one has the possibility to be yeah. a very good man. Mm-hmm. It's just that the show focuses a lot more on like the law side of him. We don't get to see yeah. the vulnerability of him a lot. Yeah. Um, we do sometimes. Like, usually it's not usually in good scenarios. Yeah, we. I think we need to because we need to see like where what his beliefs are, what he yeah feels about certain What is he really like, like outside of the courtroom? Yeah. You don't really get that much. We have um, a few times, but not like for real. Yeah, we've written it, but oh yeah, you know the show needs the show. Come on, the game. Only they would pay us to write the show for them. Oh, we have stuff that would give Hugh an Emmy, but we can't yeah. get hired. Yeah, okay, man. But depending, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, uh so today okay. can't even say next week. It's three hours from now. Tonight, um, three hours from now, even close to three hours from now. What there is that? a person that gets killed, yeah. murdered. Murdered, sorry. Whatever. I'm uh, just being silly. I'm just using all the, the words for killing Andrew. people just to be funny. And alive. Um, yeah, all of the things. It doesn't, whichever one you want to use. This is it. The, the only uh, like witness to this is. There, um, the. Hold on one second. Uh, the only witness to this. Sorry, I had to. Um, I lost my train of thought. I was sharing what I was going to say. They are the only. They are the father of somebody who is best friends with. With uh, no, the defendant is I believe is the father of somebody who is best friends with Cosgrove's yeah. daughter. Yeah, Lily. Yep. Um. And in the promo, we see Cosgrove talking to his daughter, and mm. the daughter said she's really shaken up about this. But her friend said that their dad is abusive. Yeah. Uh, so that will be. I'm gonna pause yeah. on that point right there. Mm. We know that Cosgrove can get angry, but there's no way like his yeah, anger is he, saved he for us. Yeah. Pickable people in this world. Yeah, yeah. He is a good father, so I'm going to be very interested to see how he how feels he about knowing that this father is possibly abusing his kid. Yeah. Um. And so basically, like, the only person who knows about this stuff is, is Lily. Lily. Mm-hmm. And they need her to testify. Mm-hmm. Cosgrove doesn't want really her want to testify. Him. Yeah. And so we get this scene of in the end of the promo, and I'm very excited for this scene, of Cosgrove and Nolan talking to each other. And Cosgrove uses his first name and is like, Nolan, I don't want her to testify. And Nolan yeah. is like, she's the only okay, thing we but- have. Yeah. So that will be interesting. Yep. He wants to protect his daughter. He's like he's got this thing where he wants to protect his daughter, but he also has to do his job. Yeah, so he's kind of in this conflict area, 
And that's and Nolan understands called, that Cosgrove wants to protect his daughter, but he also has to do his job. It's called class retreat. So that'll be on soon. Do, do you have the summary of it? What's it say? I don't have it. Uh, we didn't write it down, so. I don't get it. Okay. And I'll make another Zoom because it's about to blow up in like one minute. A little close to one minute. So. Class retreat. When a businessman is murdered, his surprising connection to Cosgrove da- Cosgrove's daughter helps the police make a break in the case. Price and Maroon disagree on how to proceed at trial when the defendant's age brings up legal precedent they must follow. Can Price and Maroon stop disagreeing on things? I need them to be okay. Like, exactly. Please. Exactly. This like, is my on. ship. I need to not fight. My ship needs mm-hmm. to st- my ships need to stop fighting. Exactly. Like, come on now. Mm-hmm. I can't live like this. Come on. Yeah. Okay, so the zoom is about to blow up. So I will start another one. Oh, we gotta rate this one. We'll, oh we'll wait, what it. do we rate this? What do we rate this one? Uh four. Four. Agreed. Yeah. Okay, so we will be back. And yes. um do you like gotta go put this in on the end of it? Okay, in like two seconds, really, for us. Okay. Hey, we're All back. Right, we're back. SVU. Before we start talking about that, we got to say that, um, for those of you who weren't aware, the New York City Center's production of All Yeah, I was just about to say that. I was like, dang, we forgot to talk about it. Yeah. yeah, open it up and- last night. Oh, my God. God, that's about every single article I've seen or heard about. Says it's like, here's the thing. Same things that there says the reviews are mixed, but every single person is like, if you're going to go, go for Raul Sparza. Everybody's singing his praises. Of course, you know. Marishka even retweeted a yeah. video of saying yeah, I was like, oh. his song in rehearsal. Yeah. And they put the New York City Center put out footage of him or like the show mm-hmm. on their website. Mm-hmm. Oh my freaking God. If I could get to New York, I would. Yeah, we like, I yeah, need this. We would. And I would be. And I'm my so, yeah. Um, this almost, I was like, dang, but we could have done that for my birthday, but I'm not because my birthday is coming up. Yeah, didn't get to do that, but it's okay. We'll save up for um, here's a Broadway adventure so, eventually. Yeah, we'll we need to go see Roll or something. That's what we need to do. Something. Also, New York City Center, you need to bring this to Broadway, please. Yeah, something. Yeah. Is because no, Roll needs to get a Tony because it is freaking exactly 10 plus years too late to exactly Kwana. give this, this man what he deserves. Exactly. Anyway, context for Roll's role. So, Roll is playing Fagan and Oliver. Fagan is a pickpocket who enlists boys like 9 to 12 to do his bidding. In most productions, the role of Fagan is more so 
I'm just gonna send these boys out to do my bidding. Have and have fun with it. But every article and even Rule has specifically said himself, he is more so playing as um he says it like that Fagan loves these boys, but he just so happens to be putting them in dangerous situations. And I just read an article that said like usually Fagan is like skeezy uh sleazy and all that this one rules cares about the bo- these boys that are pickpocketing pick for him which i absolutely love that term mm-hmm. in the character because in the show spoiler alert they're in the show like later like Fagan like realizes maybe i shouldn't be doing this anymore now it's like he cares about these boys and then the change later is like maybe I shouldn't pick pocket anymore or, but he still already has the caring nature about these kids yeah. also he's literally like we know from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang that when he has a role with kids it's, it's wonderful it is. he has like 12 boys 10-12 boys that he has Fagan oh. has in his game that role like spends like the entire show with makes me happy also um while it doesn't fully make sense to me considering the show is called oliver he has the last bow Mm -hmm. which is awesome (laughs) i need to know i forget i don't care about copyright right now we need to. And I, we don't really get covered. I think only YouTube does that, but you know, we don't get paid anymore anyway. Wait, I need to find this clip because whatever y'all want to see, literally everywhere. Yeah. I want to get our ambassadorship back. Listen to our podcast. Get your friends to listen to our podcast. I'm pretty sure. Oh, we're also, yeah. Roll is not the only Law and Order person who is yeah, in this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Caitlin Davidson is in this show, and she is better known to all of you guys as Elizabeth Stabler. So, so she's I think in the ensemble, but um, but she's been posting a lot of things about Roll too. Mm-hmm. So it's a small world, and I love that little connection that they're both in it. Um. <laughs> Where is this thing? It's you think it'd be easier to find considering I've been retweeting. It should be, should be everywhere, but all the time. But yeah. um, oh but, here. Also, he has this fun cane, and somebody with freaking eagle eyes pointing out that this coat is either the same coat. Or very similar to the coat that he wore in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, which I love. Who is his eagle eyes, man? Like you were, like literally, people like like look, look. Yeah. Um, so this is like their little like layer, and with all the kiddos. And if I play this, are we gonna get copyrighted? Okay. No, that's on YouTube. We don't have it. We have a YouTube channel, but I'm too lazy. 
cool to, like, then we're listening to it videos. also uh, i would so i wouldn't lazy like makes him look oh i left my bluetooth on my dad probably just heard it through our treadmill you know it's fine you get to listen to roll um he's make you can't really fully tell but his um hair is scraggly and got he's got like this makeup around his eye because you know fagin lives on the streets is my volume working all right i promise you we'll get to svu after this but this is important this is important Oh my god. Let me actually show it. I can't see anything. I mean, I've probably seen it like eight. The serotonin that one gives me any freaking role this man gets cast in is perfect yeah it is but the fact that he's just with a bunch of kids makes me even happier um mm. and he's got an accident which is fun yeah so if you get to go see it i'm jealous but also good for you yeah. um and I need this to get transferred to Broadway so damn bad. Yeah, or at the very least, I need them somebody to put a bootleg out there of yeah. like the whole or thing. Like, or like or like when they make like a cast recording or something, please better like they better have like a cast recording on like we can listen to please it. Please you know? give us rule and all of our content, please. Yeah. Yes, thank you. We're back. It's almost my birthday. So like if you don't do it for any reason, do it, do it for it my for birthday. Karen. She's turning 21 and your, your final show day is her birthday. Yeah. Please. We're begging. I'm begging you, please. Cal is giving please. us puppy eyes. So, like, please. Like, do it. This isn't a request. This I'll be is like, about I was the only thing that you need serotonin in a week. Yeah. So, I was like, I was going to make like a threat that's not a threat. So I was going to say, like, I will be under your bed if you're not showing me your tears. This is a threat I use that's not a threat. I'll be under your bed. Like, come on. Um, that's my favorite thread. That's not a thread I use all the time. So, like, please, we're begging you. Anyway, I think we're trying to move on because I don't have any more. I have more threads that are not a thread. That's what I got right now. Anyway, so we're very excited about Oliver. Um, hold yeah. on, I'm gonna mute. The you didn't even say what you were saying. Anyway, now I don't even know. Kelly Richardson then muted. So I don't even know what she was saying. What were you even telling me? I don't even know. We have two hours. No, that's incorrect. Three hours until the I was on mute it. when I realized I said that. I just said, Molly I was like, I was is like, so stinking cute. And I was like, I don't okay. know what you were saying, man. Okay, Go anyway. check out her Instagram. I'll be back. I did. I already did. Oh, well, here's a clip. Hold on. There's a, there's a clip coming. There's a sneak peek clip. Here's a sneak peek clip that we can't watch right now, but we'll watch later. Don't be watching it now if I send it to you because we have work to do. We have three hours. She is so cute. We, we have her. three hours to get this done. I'm okay, sorry, I'm week. getting distracted by Roll and Molly. It's it's we it's love Molly. Molly, no that we think. But you can't watch it now. We have work to do. Don't play it now. Better not be playing it now. Better not be. I don't believe you. 
I think you're lying. You sent it to me. Don't I said, send don't it watch me. it now. You don't want me to watch it. I think we can't watch it at work to do. We gotta talk about Betty. We gotta talk about Betty. You have three hours. <laughs> you have three hours. Three hours. No. 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 Stop it. Anyway, I'll start without her since she wants to not listen to me. Uh, SVU 2419 is called Then the Law. Sally's making some interesting facial expressions. I'm just watching to see after I told her not to. It's Then the Law, which is a fantastic episode. Okay, fine. I will be patient, but the one thing I need to say <laughs> is we have our same blankets again. We do. I have this in my bed like every day, though. Okay, the actual important thing I was actually going to say that had to do with the clip is they finally give us a Muncie and Olivia interrogation scene. Yes, I did yes. see that. Bro, I watched like two seconds of it and I said, stop, we have work to do. I know. We'll be good and I'll wait because we, we need to, I need to watch that. But we finally get a Muncie and Olivia scene. Yay. Okay. I will vaguely threaten you if you don't. SVU. Ben the law. Which Betty Buckley is finally back. Betty Buckley. Yes. Our TV and, oh, we love her. Freaking so God. I haven't just seen her praises for God knows how long. Um, and I need to hurry because I have work to do. Because I, okay, I told my mom yeah. this was only going to take 30 minutes. And then I figured out we talked. 30. When did you think this ever took 30 minutes? <laughs> when? I was trying not to. I was going to say an hour, but I thought that was going to be like. Iffy, and I realized, uh, yeah, 30 minutes probably wasn't the best. Anyway, we gotta hurry up because you have stuff to do three hours till the show comes on. Okay, Ben the Law. Here we go. So, the first scene for the is scene in the precinct. No, the first Charlie scene is the precinct, and Velasco are in the precinct. Yeah, and Velasco's trying to like leave, and he That's sees Trillish at her desk. And says, shouldn't you be at home alphabetizing your merit badges? I was like, well, I was like the roast well, is strong in the youngest department. Oh, goodness. And then Velasco said, I mean, Shirley's continues, and she says, the Girl Scouts of America is a good organization. And Velasco's like, that was a joke. I know. Uh, so I was like, cool. We find out that Tony was a Girl Scout. Which I can absolutely see. Yeah. Um, and Joe likes thin mints. Yeah, she's he's like, like, he's like could be a box of thin mints. Yeah, she's like, sure. yeah. Um, and then he goes into Velasco goes into Olivia's office, and Olivia literally just has the smile on her face, and she looks right at him. She's like, uh, they're talking about like, you know, that everything with chili, and she looks right mm-hmm. at him, and she I don't know why she's like. He's like, so you handled it? You got anything Happy about but she's like, today's the day. Today's the day. And Velasco's like, what do you mean? And she's like, yeah, you're going up there to get your friend. Um, mm-hmm. Who is in Camden, Maine. Yep. They and then Velasco's like, okay. Can, can I take Muncie? Like, he was very quick at being like, please let me take Muncie. Make this situation better. Please let me take her. And Olivia's like, nope. You're taking Because the only thing 
then a partner with no loyalty is blind loyalty. I said, Ooh, Take no, your so. own damn advice. And then we were like, oh, Olivia? Everyone is like, all of our friends, we have like people who like, a group chat of our friends who like watch this show because people don't watch this show. We were like, oh. We were like, man. Olivia is great at fishing advice, but she cannot take it. Yeah, she's like, you seem so far. She seems quite self-aware, but not when it actually happens. Like, that is a good one. But when I people also bring it like, up to Olivia that this is a problem, she gets defensive. But like randomly, yeah. she just like these random blips of like, oh, I'm so aware I have a problem. And then it's like, Olivia, get yourself together um, now. Sorry. That was my tangent. Is Mansi a good detective and a good person? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Problem is, her and Velasco have gotten really close. Yeah. Um, so if Mansi went with him, no matter what Velasco did, even if it was something bad, she would have his back. She wouldn't no have been what. as honest about it. She wouldn't have been as honest about it. And honestly, right now with a situation like this, Velasco needs to be held accountable. Like someone to give him some sort of accountability. Yeah. In case to make something... sure he does what he was supposed to be doing. Yeah, do what he needs to do. So he's like, nope, you're going. She, Olivia's like, nope, you're going with Shirlish. And Velasco's like, Okay, great. Yeah. Like, um, Olivia, need you forget that the reason we're in this situation in the first place is because Shrillish recorded him? Yeah. And now you're know. sending them in a car together to drive to Maine. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, and then the next scene we get, Betty's here. Yeah. Um, Betty, we love you so much. We love we'll you probably so, so much. Up, we said we're going to tag you in this episode, so if you ever listen to this, we now, need to. We should. We like, I've got it. I've posted a few like posts on Twitter, like replying to her, yeah. like nothing of it, and then ten minutes later, it says, "Betty, Betty, Beckley liked your reply," and then I have a freak out, and I'm like, "Yeah." She's the sweetest freaking thing in the world. Yeah, like, we love so much. Has a heart of gold. Yes. Um, and the voice of an angel, mm-hmm. and the acting prowess of a queen. Yes. Um. Also, this entire episode was all her idea. Yeah, she put the episode in. She, like, she came up with an idea. And she really wanted to Maxwell to go back to SVU. So she had this idea. She pitched it to Mariska. Mariska was like, that's a great idea. And then they pitched it to the writer's room. And the writer's room was like, yes. Let's do it. Yes. Um, It's so good. Um, Yeah. Betty is uh, like our TV grandma. We love you so much, Betty. Yeah, she is. Betty Buckley. And, um, well, wait till organized crime to say this, but like, uh, Betty Buckley and Alan Burstyn are TV grandmas. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then it's no, it's scene three. Yeah. No emphasis. Um, okay. Point so it's the first so uh, Lauren, Miss Maxwell Lauren. She's having the breakfast. A little advert, little um, dinner with her husband, or yeah, her second husband. Because her for second. context, if you don't know, she was in an abusive marriage for fifteen years. 
yeah. until she finally escaped. Which yeah. honestly proves how damn strong she is for being around that and in that mm-hmm. for fifteen years. Yeah, that's wild. I don't know how she did it, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, that episode is referenced. And she, she's to, literally like, to, um, that she's smiling is... and she's happy. And my heart is happy because she's literally like, to my is second. In... Is it in the, st- it's the steps we cannot take? Um, Isn't it in the steps yeah. we cannot take? No, I know that she's in the abusive marriage in yeah. Final Call. Final call. Yeah, and then she, I was, I was talking about something else entirely then. Wrong because quote. she's Sorry, like, I escaped, I didn't kill my husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Final a year old man in like two weeks. So, so anyway. And she's like, to my second husband, I adore. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, oh. Was really um, and he's a little younger. Um and Lorraine's husband is played by the amazing incredible Tom Irwin, um, who is a repeat offender in the Dick Wolf universe. Um he's believe he's been like on the Chicago shows more recently, but um he was on the episode um it was back in the Elliot Olivia era where one point oh one point oh called it one. Um, where there are the this like brother and sister pair that are like going around and they have all these different um identities, and Erwin mm-hmm. played the boyfriend of the sister, um, who was in love with the girl. I can probably find that episode. Give me a sec. Mm-hmm. Um, but while we're ta- continuing, um, uh... it's. He's a little younger. Betty was concerned about who was going to be playing Maxwell's husband. Mm-hmm. And then she was very happy when she found it was him. Um mm-hmm. because apparently they like know each other and Tom is an incredible actor, as we'll get to later. Um and I literally just put Maxwell is happy. Yeah, it's very sweet. Soft, it's so it's such eyes, a soft and eyes emoji. Mm-hmm. Um then we transition to like this gentleman's club. Yeah, it's a gentleman's These guys club. are just sitting and drinking. Yeah. And this yeah. woman comes up and the, the, like, the like host or guy up front is like, Oh, can I help you? And she's like, Yeah, you can help me find my husband. I have a message to send him. And pulls out a shot, shotgun. And the guy's like, they were like, well, he's up there. Yeah, he's there. He's, he's up like, there. Um, um, so she goes upstairs to find her husband. She opens the door and she sees her husband and, and some other guys with, with some uh, young girls on their laps. Scantily clad young girls um, oh, no. to them around their laps. Um, yes, Ooh. That's where I forget. Talk about shot him in. Yeah, she, she shot the him. wife shot. She shot him in the junk. In the yeah. in the man zone. And then the police were called and SVU showed up. Yeah. Uh, so I found the episode that 
Irwin was in originally. Um, and it's Bombshell back in 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's season 12, isn't it? Not quite season 12. 11, and I, I was wrong about him being on the Chicago shows. Um, I got him mixed up with somebody else who looks similar mm-hmm. to him that is on the shows a lot. But anyway, mm-hmm. he's a repeat offender. He has been on SVU before. Um, and here's this for a uh, six degrees separation. So, Hugh Dancy is married to Claire Danes, and mm-hmm. Claire Danes has been was on this TV show called My So Called Life, and mm-hmm. so was Tom Irwin. Small mm-hmm. world, yeah, it's everywhere. Gotta love it. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, he's been in Criminal Minds. Fine. I mean, I love. I mean, I probably have seen I watch a lot of Criminal Minds. Also, anyway. You know? um, um, ah, so Olivia and Bruno show up to the scene. Um, yeah, and Bruno was like, uh, yeah, so here's what's happening. And Olivia's looking around and she sees Maxwell's husband standing there. And I look, oh. and she's like, and Bruno's like, are you good? And she's like, no. Because the husband of the uh, the trial division trial division trial. chief is here. Yeah. Um, really good. And he rushes over to Olivia and he's like, his wrists are zip tied. And here's the thing yeah. that I don't I don't, we don't know why or how but Olivia knows him, and he knows yep. her, and they're all aware like, oh, of each other, and Olivia knows she's married. he's married to Maxwell. Um, and Roger's like, this is all a big misunderstanding. Harold is a victim here. His wife shot him. I saw it myself. Yeah, we're like, mm. Or we'll get to that. Spoiler. And I'm like, but... oh, we're our, like that already gave me like a red flag, like yeah. Okay. And here's the thing, like Olivia's like, okay, we're gonna take care of that, but um, and he's taken away, mm-hmm. and she turns back to Bruno, and Bruno is like, um, we're arresting the trial DA's husband. Yep. And Olivia says, if he so much as touched these girls, we're doing a lot more than that. I know we're like, oh. Mic drop. Mic drop. Get him again. So, um, next part. And we transition to uh, Velasco and Charlotte. They mm-hmm. arrive in Spain and they're discussing, mm-hmm. like, stay in our car do we get a hotel room what and mm-hmm. Charlotte at one point is like okay I'm sorry we have to like where you need to go find your boy and Velasco is like first of all he's not my boy let's get that straight and I think at one point I had I watched it again but I forgot to write it down um, and he said I with I think like he called her it, girl. He said like, something else. But I can't remember what it was. I know I watched the episode again. I can't remember. It sounded like that. 
It might be. Who knows? Anyway. And he's telling, he's getting honest with her, and he's like, look, he saved my life. I almost died. Yep. And during, like, his time with the hitman yeah. training yeah. camp yeah. thing. Yeah. And he said Chili basically saved his life. Um, then we transitioned back to the SVU precinct, and Sonny steps out of the elevator, and he's like, this is a mess. This is a mess. Which it is. Because what you is? got a bunch of older guys in a club These girls. Where underage girls are. And one Question of them mark going on. Be... Questionable things are happening. Yeah, questionable one, things. one of them happens to be married to the child DA. Uh, and so Olivia and um, here's the thing I noticed Maxwell kept her name or had a separate had a different last name than him yeah I'm sure is Lorraine Maxwell his mm-hmm. name is Roger Briggs so they're married but they don't have the same last name yeah that I thought was interesting um and then so we get a uh, Sunny follows Olivia into her office, and then we have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And Olivia says, "This doesn't bode well for Maxwell's second marriage." Yeah, isn't that? Good? She continues, or her career. It mm-hmm. will basically po- put poison in the eighth floor. Yep. And Ma- and Carisi was immediately like, "I need to go talk to her," and Olivia mm-hmm. is like. You can't. It's a conflict of interest. And Karishi's like, but she's my boss. Um, so once again, Karishi with a good heart. Yeah. Um, and before either of them can go do anything, mm-hmm. Maxwell shows up. She shows up and they're like literally just appears in the doorway. Um mm-hmm. And asked if she can talk to them. And they say yes. She sits down and she says that she has been married to Briggs for seven years. So her first marriage was 15 years and it was abusive. And her second marriage has been going on for seven years. And it seemed all right till right now. It was pretty good till right now. Everything was good until now. Um... And she says, you learn a lot about a man in that time, his mora- his morality, like his personality, everything. Yeah. And she, as she was saying this, I'm like, oh my gosh, now no, she's like, sad and I don't like yeah. it. I don't like it. You don't like when our characters are sad. I don't like when our favorite characters are sad. Do. And, um, Unless we feel angsty and Especially, I do not like I seeing like Betty Buckley sad. Like, it made me sad. No. Mm-hmm. Um, then he transitioned to Muncie talking to the girls. The girls originally said that they were hired ho- as hostesses and they only had to do things like getting drinks, taking coats. Then the men started paying them for more. Mm-hmm. Other favors. Letting them touch them. Sit with them. Yeah. Cuddle them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
sexual favor other sexual favors but the girls are very clear that no like sex sex actually happened yeah. it was more like servicing them in other ways yeah which is so bad bad so bad but they had to they made that just dis- dis- distinction yeah. um and then we have velasco at not velasco velasco's gone muncie and finn um yeah. go do the interrogation scenes um and they're talking to harold the guy that was shot who's like the main yeah. guy that it's he in was being, yeah. um yeah and at one point muncie says do we look like a lawyer like we don't know how, like the law part of this and the guy mm-hmm. immediately shoots back and says you look you barely look old enough to be a cop and it was like whoa 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 well, you're hey, not man. talking about a girl like that. Oh, well, this establishment. Get it. Because now we got, um, we've had people who have made comments of, like that in regards to Jet. And now mm. we got people saying it about Muncie. And no. Bad yeah, people. Just because they're young does not mean you can say yeah. that about people. Just because they're young does not mean they are not qualified for their job. They're exactly. bad at Anyway, um, I literally wrote, you leave our girl alone. Exactly. And then um, he goes on and is basically like, yeah, sure. I was here and a part of this, but you need to go talk to Roger. He's the one that is um, like at the forefront of this. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And then we transition to a scene where Olivia and Sunny they go were, through like Olivia they go to like the side. Maxwell so, was talking to her husband and then Olivia and Sunny like happened to like be there and then Maxwell's like you need to stop talking. Stop. Yeah because they were walking oh no no what they were doing was they were going to like the other side of Olivia's office where like you can see into the interrogation room and then Maxwell comes in with Roger behind her and he says he's like I have nothing to do with this she's like stop talking you're making some kind of excuse about that he's not involved in this she's like just Um, talk so all the other guys were indicted and then there's this this scene where Olivia and Sunny are like getting coffee at a coffee cart um Mm -hmm. Here, I love this little parallel. Like, first, this it would always be Olivia and Barbara. And yep. like, their little um, walk and talk with their coffee. I like how she's having this little walk and talk with Sunny now. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, it's different. Like, Barson is, it was obviously yeah. starting to become mm-hmm. more. I was watching some season not- 18. I was watching some season 18 yesterday, and I was like, this, this is it. This is the, the Barson is. But now I like that she still I'm has dying. conversations with Sunny. Like they, they've got so close, and I love it. I love it. It makes me happy. Um, and Olivia's like, "What do you need for me?" And Sunny's like, "Besides sleep." Yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. "Need sleep." Um, we already mentioned it. I was like, I guess you're not getting sleep with your wife in front of it or something, so I felt like... Yeah, we get... Wait, what? 
was like, maybe he's not sleeping because like Amanda's up because she's pregnant. But who knows? Considering that, we have to. I have to make this point before we move on. If Amanda's Amanda's quite pregnant by the time she shows up next week, yeah. How did Sonny not tell anyone? He's gonna say that. How did he not tell anyone? If he found out Amanda was pregnant with his kid, he would be around everyone. the place with the biggest, goofiest smile on his face. Every and everyone would be like, "What the? Come on, you're not with us. Happy? Your secret. Spill. What up? Spill now." So that I anyway. would be very, very curious. How, why he didn't tell anyone? Why he hasn't said anything? How did he keep it a secret for at least five months? At least five months he's kept this um, a secret. So that we get a. Anyway, moving on. Sorry, that's my tangent. I to get on. Yeah, between um Roger and Maxwell, and mm. um Roger's kind of been saying he was only there for a drink. He never asked for sexual favors. So favorite. he says anyway, and. I wrote the Betty. Hold on, I gotta do something real quick. One second. Keep talking. I wrote that Betty is wearing the yellow plaid shirt from the Marishka singing video. So we get to see Maxwell in casual clothes, which I like, which is cool. Because usually we just see her in like her like long coats and her blazers and her court outfits. Um, then we transition back to uh, Velasco and Shirlish. And their interrogate their investigation has taken them to a mid um they find this woman has sent Chile money from Mexico. And um it leads them to a middle school. They try to talk to like this principal and um, she isn't really giving them much information. She doesn't really, like, see an issue in, like, her, her giving him money. She doesn't really know what... She isn't really, like, saying that she knows what's happening. And so, Velasco and Shirley's go to leave. And as they leave, Velasco looks into a classroom and sees his friend, Chili. Chili is now a teacher. And we're going to keep this in mind that um, this man killed a father and son and is now teaching children. Woo. All right. Then we transition to um, Maxwell and Roger again. And Roger, like, uh... And Roger, I believe, is talking with Olivia. And he says, like, I don't know, maybe people got, like, the wrong idea from the club. I mean, we recently put, like, nymphettes from Greek mythology, like, statues of that in the club. And Olivia's like, yeah, that's more than that. It's more than that. Um, But okay. And then we get Maxwell, Olivia, and Carisi talking in her office. And she says that she knows her husband is lying. And she said she didn't want to say anything because she didn't want to emasculate him. Oh, that hurts. 
my heart so much. But it also shows like how much respect she has for the men she um loves and she believe believes love her. Um where did I leave off? I lost it. Hold on. Let me record. All right. Okay, we're back. You can talk uh, about it. I can probably consider you. Hold on. Yeah, okay. Um, before we get back to the show, um I see you, I'm coming. <laughs> before we get back to the show, Taryn had to go do something. So I'm going to read this amazing article that um the New York State Review just left. Oh yeah, Maxwell said I didn't she didn't want to emasculate her husband. Um, and then continues and says, get the warrants, any and all that a judge will allow. So she's starting to realize her husband isn't the man that he says he is, and that she needs to put justice ahead of her marriage. And, yeah. Um, so then we get the scene of Finn and Nancy going to talk to Carisi. Um, Crazy's like, did you find anything in the warrants? And they're like, at first, no. What do we have for this case? And then as they're talking, Monty gets a phone call. Um, and it is said that there were nude photos of the girls, all three girls found in Roger's locker. Yeah. And then we get a scene at home with Roger and Lorraine. Um, and it gets into an argument. And at one point, basically said, says, Maxwell says, please shut up, Roger. And Max and Roger says, until what, Lorraine? You divorce me to save your own ass? Because basically at this point, like, the trial DS husband has just been found with child pornography in his possession because all these girls are under 18 in their nude photos um this isn't gonna spell well for her um and maxwell continues and she's like until i figure out what to do and she goes and she talks to olivia i've returned i've returned you returned. All right. Um, let me finish oh, my thought. Right, you need to hear what this article said. You guys are gonna hear it twice. I have returned. I'm gonna hear it. Hold on. Over and over. Connect my AirPods. Um, we find out that um, her the settlement from her divorce case with her first abusive husband was so large that she would be settled for life, basically. Um. Roger didn't have a lot, so she wanted to help provide for him. Um, I don't know why she does, but she said she gives him a monthly allowance. I Like, you're married. I don't know why your husband needs a monthly allowance, but... So, like, good on you for keeping control of your own money. 
Okay, I'm back. I don't know if you heard me say that. What? Did you hear me saying I'm back? Yeah. Okay. I was talking about, like, I don't fully understand why Maxwell gives said she gives Roger a monthly allowance. Good job. Robert, good job. Oh. Um, and then she gets that uh soft and she looks at Olivia and she says, Am I somehow to blame for this? Uh, and Olivia says, No, absolutely not. And she continues and she says, I know you already had one abuse surge. And I was like, Like at that point, like, I knew this whole situation was sad but i was like i don't know what olivia's talking about like this isn't an abusive marriage like the second one anyway well it's uh, in a different in a different sense it was more like he was freeloading off of her yeah but she loves him also yeah yeah he uh, was here is the line in the episode that broke my well, first one in the episode that broke my fucking heart you always speak with such collective conviction olivia i wish i could believe you now and i was like my little heart's gonna shatter like my heart's gonna shatter stop and then we transition the because we need to preface this by saying maxwell still called her husband a lawyer yeah um the lawyer is talking to carisi and he's, the, he's like, is there a promotion in this for you? And I was like, I was like, like, oh. And Sonny turns weird. around and he's got this like, really kind of look <laughs> on his face. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he says something before it, but I forget. And he said, well, but apparently you don't know me at all. Have a good day. And leaves because I that nice is the mic drop that he's got. Like, no, Sonny like, is like, uh uh-uh, uh, Sonny's about to pop off. He's like, I am not doing this for promotion. Thank you very much. You don't know me at all. Exactly. Thank you. Um, we find out the chili later. Sorry, we're back to the uh, main. Yeah, it is a lot of happening. It is back to the we found out Chili has a wife and kid. Um, yeah. And this is... Yeah, no, not yet. Um, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Oh. back to New York and Maxwell is ta- telling Roger to take the deal that the SVU is basically giving him. Um, yeah. And Ooh. it was... I forget what... Um, the concept is oh the conversation about where uh hold on because where they find out that Chili has a wife and kid is because Chili's at the bar where they were uh hang, they that he involved he and um that they were at which he's at with Charlish and he's and then because he's like talking like casually and his wife was like we have to go see go see or relieve the babysitter you have a kid that's how they decided anyway back to where we were no the line that says are you so delusional that you'll actually believe that i don't remember the context it was it was when uh she was telling roger to take the deal and he was like totally convinced that he was like innocent and was yeah. like oh yeah are you so delusional you'll actually believe that 
And basically, Rod, like, now we get to the point where Roger is starting to guilt her and gaslight her and make this go away. And that is why, and I started realizing that, yes, Olivia is right. This is now starting to turn into an abusive marriage. Unfortunately, we don't know how it was the first seven years, but one situation has changed this marriage for the world. Um... And Roger continues, and he says, you're upset that I didn't come crawling to you again. Um, and he's kind of like, you're worried if, about yourself. Yeah. And continues and says, if I'm going to go down, you're going down with me. And he and yells. She's like saying that like, she's worried about her image because she is the trial division chief. Yeah. And so when, so I only knew Tom from the first SBU episode he was ever in. And that character is very soft and kind and naive. So I didn't know this man could yell like this. Yeah, and it's I wild. Like, it's an intense crazy. scene. Like, it's, like, worrisome that you think he's going to get Like, he's very aggressive with her. Um, yeah, then she's like, I don't even know who you are. Yeah, which made and me. And then sad. he says, "Yeah, I was like, oh." And then he says, "I'm uh, the man you love. You happy love. anniversaries." Yeah, happy but he says it like this: "I'm the man you love. Happy anniversary, sweetheart." Because he had made dinner. No, this is when, this is when he uh, my, oh my no, god! This is when, please, this is the conversation they were having. Please stop was, yelling at her. Like, stop! I will, I will be through your screen. I'll be through. Yeah, you're stop in a nonviolent manner, of course, but I will be through your screen and don't stop yelling at me. All right, then we, yeah, because you could see she's like shutting down and it's hurting. Um, and then we transition back to Maine and Velasco and Chili. Um, because at first, Chili is like, I didn't pretend, like, doesn't recognize him. He's like, whoever calls you Chili, and he's like, yeah, and he's like, then he realizes it's Velasco. And then they have a conversation, and Velasco's like, I never thanked you for covering for me that night. Um, and he, Chili says, I did what I had to do, or we both would have been dealt with. Um, and then Sherlish, like, you, we see this, like, small little camera shot. Velasco looks at Sherlish. Sherlish gets the hint um, of what he's trying to say, and she grabs her stuff and leaves the bar yeah. so Velasco could talk to Chili. So they have this whole conversation. He goes back outside. Um, They go to like this cute little coffee shop and Charlotte's just like and you like basically at one point was like and you still didn't get anything like on your friend and Velasco pulls out his phone and shows that he has a recording and <laughs> I was like, please, I was hoping he was going to say something Ooh. about this, and he did, and he says, I took a page out of your playbook. No, no. Ooh. I was like, ooh! ooh. <laughs> and Shirley's just like, alright, I gotta give you that one. Like... <clears throat> and then, as they're leaving, or as Velasco is leaving, He she he is approached by a woman with a gun, Shelly's wife yeah. holding a gun. Yeah. 
And he's basically like, get in the van. And I'm like, he's like, whoa, man. And I was like, oh. I was like, are we about to are we about to see a kidnapping? Like I was like, no, he finally like did what he needed to do. It was good. Like, please. And then I said, oh no. Um, and the white the woman is basically just like please tell me this isn't my husband. Like, please tell me this isn't Anthony. And Velasco's looking right at the gun and he's not. He's not really phased by her, actually. He's, he's like, like just threatened as you want yeah. him to think. He's just like, yeah. He says, I'm a I've seen the barrel of a gun before, and the people who would shoot it, that's not you. You're not a killer, but your husband was. Yeah. And then the wife starts crying in Velasco's arms. Yeah. At the realization that unfortunately he's right unfortunately like, he says her right. husband has changed but unfortunately this is the man he is um then this we go back interesting to... thing about this is something i said forget it's an interesting thing you have husbands in this episode because we've got maxwell's husband yes yeah, you're right who has gone from good to evil and then chili who's uh from gone from evil to good kind of this like thing is going on with the, with the A plot and the B plot of the episode, which is really interesting. Alright. Uh, then we transition back to um, Maxwell and Roger. Maxwell's yep. just entering her kitchen and she sees that Roger has like set up like a candlelight dinner and she's like, what are you doing? He's very drunk, by the way. She's like, you, she can tell that he's drunk. Um, Um, no, I might just be. He's like, he's basically like, I, I was like, like, mm-hmm. it's still our anniversary. Come on, let's yeah. make, let's like, have a drink make, yeah, let's have, have a drink together. Let's all I want to have is one more meal with you, yeah. <laughs> um, and Maxwell took the drink for him, and I was a little nervous about her. She's trying to keep him calm. I think if she had said no, he might have gotten mad. So I think but she I was, was a just little... trying to nervous about taking the drink for him because like my brain went to she's gonna take the drink and things are going to get bad and it was yeah. worried that he was possibly going to assault her i did my mom thought that she was like oh my god something's gonna happen here because she was texting me because i wasn't even home yet but she was texting me like bro i was worried that's where we're gonna go and i'm like no this has already happened to her once like please don't let that like the, it go down that road um yeah Because she's like to me, like, come on, Roger, like, just, just, we don't have to do this. We just go to bed, you know. He's kind of like, no, he doesn't want you. We're gonna have this meal. Have that what's going on. And then he like, she starts to walk away. She's like, I'm going to bed. And then he goes, your ex. And then he gets really mad. He's like, goes the lowest blow he could do. Yeah, and I literally was like, I was like shaking. Yeah, I was like, I was, I was like, oh. Because she's literally trying to leave, and I'm like, okay, fine, we're just going to end. And then she goes, your hex, goodness, your ex-husband kept you in line, humiliating you. You castrating bitch, you deserved it. And I was like, oh. Our mouths were agape for like 30 seconds, and I was like, bro, uh, I can't. Uh, literally, I was shaking in my heart, like, my heart. My heart and I wrote, at first, like, like she at first seems 
sad and shattered. Like, this is probably the stuff, like, the humiliating part and our ex-husband okay. keeping me in line. There's yeah, a we few don't really things. know what it looked like, per se. There's a few things in this. A, she got that for 15 years, and now she's hearing it from the man who thought, she thought, loved her. Yeah. Two, like she trusted Roger enough that she told he him of, everything yeah. about her ex-husband, and now... He's throwing it back at her. Yeah. And three. And I wrote this down. You, this is, this is all Betty. You could see the pain in her eyes as she realizes her life is starting to repeat. Yeah. Um, and then. When he starts choking. He starts choking. He literally starts and you can see in an instant, Betty goes from sad, sad to. Well, she realizes she's not going to be the victim anymore. Yeah, because he's choking. He's choking. He she turns back around and he's slowly, like for real choking. Because I guess at first second he's like, is he like for real? No, he's actually. And choking. he's like full on choking. He's pointing at her. She he's, he's like helping. He falls and, on the floor. Um, he's starting and uh, he's starting to panic, which isn't helping the choking. And yeah, you're not supposed to panic if you're Maxwell has a solemn look on her face and is watching it happen. He falls on the floor and he's still choking. Then he starts moving. He falls on the floor, still choking. She waits until he stops moving and she picks up the phone and in a complete monotone, My husband is choking. My husband is choking. Please send an ambulance. And then the scene ended, and my mom and I oh, cheered. Oh. Like, I was like, oh my god! Yes, I mean, there was the only time we were toxic. Okay, we've been toxic a lot in our lives, but, like, this is weird. Like, like I was literally was just, like, my entire... I was literally, like, like I don't know if it's toxic, more so for Maxwell or Betty, but I was like, you go, queen! Yeah. Yes! Yeah. You go! Um, nature just... Karma is a... It just happened. a queen. It just uh, happened, like you choked. I mean, and then Liv- intervene. the next scene we get is Olivia and Sunny talking about it, and we find out Roger died. Yeah, he did. I was like, oh my god, he actually died. He just yeah. He, you told what me what a way to go out. Bitch, which is correct. Karma yeah. is a bitch. Yeah. Um, I was like, damn, bro, you just choked. <laughs> He's actually dead. Mm-hmm. And um, at that point, I was like, she was in an abusive marriage for 15 years. Her husband of seven years, who she thought was perfect, had dark secrets and basically uh, belittled her and spewed some really horrible shit at her the past few days and is now dead. I was like, yeah. somebody please get this wonderful woman an actually good guy. Yes, please. Please. This isn't a request. This is a need. Is a and if you need a suggestion, we have one. Mm-hmm. We won't tell you that until we write it, sorry. We it's won't, the, yeah, you won't know. But sorry, can't I tell feel you like you guys will be able to figure it out. Like, you know us by now. We've been doing this for a year. You'll know. But yeah, so Max- Maxwell needs a f- actually good man. Like, please. He's not going to be 
Capsie. And okay, I'm so just, Olivia yeah. in Sunny. Olivia's in his curse. office. I believe his office. Yeah, they're in his office. And he's like, um And Curse is like, 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 what do you feel when I would want to know what I think? Yeah, you don't want to know what I think. He's like, I don't know. He's he's worried. He's like, I don't know if he's it's like worried, like, like timing he is or worried is it divine about, intervention. Yeah. Timing or possibly divine intervention. Which honestly, it probably I'm is. Going, I'm going with like, divine well, intervention. Like, sorry, you gotta go. Um, yeah and olivia is like it's a tragedy. whatever it is it's a strategy all around it certainly is though because we had what we they had what we thought they thought was like this beautiful marriage for seven years and it turned and ended like this yeah it just uh, the end and he did yeah um they go back to maine and mm-hmm. or actually no they're back at the last one they come back. back at this point and they're having mm-hmm. a conversation, and Shirley's just like, I just wanted to make sure you're okay. And Velasco, but I thought this really, this part was sweet. It was a very sweet friendship. He, get, he got her a little service marriage, marriage badge. I went uh, by the scout store on my way here. You know, so. Yeah, and gives her a merit badge and says, I couldn't have done this without you. And Shirley says, yeah, you could have. You just wouldn't. And I'm like, oh, they're getting closer. I like it. The friends. Um, and then Olivia and Velasco have a conversation, and Olivia says, "You unburdened yourself, Velasco," and eventually that is going to feel really good, because unfortunately, yeah. like the recording is basically like, yeah, Chili's got a lot of shit in his life. Yeah, he's kill- admitted to killing. Because at first I thought it was going to be questionable to use, but like he's admitted in two different. Because they can't use it in Maine. He committed to but, he admitted to two other different murders in, in different states. Because in Maine yeah. you can't use you can't record somebody without their permission. So it would have been thrown out in Maine. But anywhere else, it's um, good. So. And Velasco's like, "Are we good?" And Olivia's like, mm-hmm. "We're good." And it was like, "Yay, they're good again." You were finally good. Finally, um. Yes. And then we get to the last scene of the episode. Yeah. And uh, Olivia's like, so you, they're talking about her husband. And Olivia's like, so you found him? Olivia, um, so what happened? And Lorraine is like, um, I found him. He was choking. Uh, he was choking. So she like, um, yeah. And then she's like, I loved him, you know? Despite everything, mm-hmm. do you? Be- and then she's like, "Do you believe me?" And Olivia says, "Whether I do or not, there's no evidence otherwise." And Maxwell continues and says, "It's just one of our stalemates." Mm-hmm. Um. And then this um, line, this line, I fucking love that they did this. And she looks. Olivia back. looks at Maxwell and says. Justice may be blind, Lorraine, but it's not entirely heartless. Heartless. Sorry, but the wrong word. It's heartbreak. We said heart. Yeah, it's heartless. Not entirely heartless. And then. And then. Olivia looks right at Maxwell and says, however, and this is like, Olivia goes to her, like, captain. 
Yeah, yeah, word for word, uses the same line. How, uh, yeah, the same line. From the steps, it's, it's from the steps we cannot take. Yeah, and the show writer said they specifically went back to watch the episode to make sure that they would have it word for word. Because it's, like, exactly parallel, almost, yeah. in, like, in this scene. Literally, they're even, like, sitting at a picnic table again. Yeah. Together. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's, like, pretty parallel to the scene. And it says, however, you will see just how heartless... I can be if this ever comes back to haunt me. And you can see Maxwell, like, she's getting a little emotional, and she's like, she knows Olivia is right. Mm -hmm. It's why she told her that in the first place. Yeah. But also, like, I can only imagine, like, Maxwell shock and be like, she remembered I said it. She remembered it. And just told it to me, word for word. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Olivia sent that message right back. But then my other point mm-hmm. was, I need these two to make up. Mm-hmm. Please. Like, yeah. they're, they powerful. Fun little friends, yeah. they're powerful women separately. Can you imagine how much power it would be if they were not, like, at a stalemate all the time? Mm-hmm. It'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. All right. And that's Loki. That's the end. This is a five out of five star. I definitely give this a five out of five. So good. I love this episode. Betty Buckley is a fucking. We love you so much. We. She. Look, if you're listening, you are absolutely incredible in this episode. It felt like. It was a privilege to watch it. Like it felt like it something. was. We were so excited about it, and then oh, yeah, we were, we were excited we, about you. It was something like that. It felt like an honor to watch. It was so mm-hmm. amazing. It was so so good. Like even though this episode was a week ago, people are still talking about how good it was. Like this is a great episode. Like, like, I, I absolutely loved. I scroll on Twitter when I'm watching, and I absolutely love. I can't do it, but I do it on of the praise. Yeah, so much. Betty Buckley was getting praise everywhere it was um, so good okay tonight's episode is called debatable how fitting because <laughs> the girl is on the speech debate the debate team. debate team and, then and she, apparently she... it says that she gets assaulted on a field trip and then she lights a bus on fire yeah and they were like oh because in the figure out like we see her like the girl open up her door and she's standing there and there's three guys standing there and one of them is holding a red solo cup and just context like you don't even need like any context alone just from that you know those guys nine percent probably did something to her and they're probably drunk because of the red solo cup yeah, and then they kind of just like. Also, why is the girl who was on a speech debate team, like, pride, like, proud, great student, set a bus on fire? If, exactly. like, like she said, have good reason. Horrible happened to her. Yeah, hold on, let me check real quick. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I need to go take a shower. And then oh. we can finish organized crime. Okay. So I'm making sure we didn't miss anything. Yeah, they're trying I to figure out why she set the bus on fire, and that's kind of like try to be productive. Yeah, we're almost okay. Organized crime is not gonna take us long because literally it's kind of boring. 
we're gonna speed through on his camera real fast. It was kind of boring, I don't know. It wasn't their greatest greatest uh I mean, the, get the one upside kind of to what Bernie. the organized crime was Bernie. That was it. Yeah. Bernie was, was pretty mad. Do you want to speed through it first and then you gotta take her? Because we can we can do this one fast. Oh, I gotta go because my uh, my parents get home soon and they need the hot water, so um Okay. Okay. You can upload this part or like start editing this part while okay. I'm. I kind of already have. I'm like putting in iMovie as soon as oh. it like uploads. So the whole thing has to be exported off. <gasps> but anyway. What? I have to find out how fast I can get to New York because the New York City Center just put out a tweet that said, Want to see our Encore's production of Oliver for free? Consider yourself lucky. We are seeking audience survey volunteers for next Wednesday, May 10th at 7 p.m. Mm. How fast can I get to New York? Mm. Who knows? Anyway. Oh, my God. I thought there was a... There's another picture that just showed up. I thought there was a cane. It's a sausage on a stick. Mm. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) And Bean is using it as a cane. But... Interesting. (laughs) Okay. okay, we'll be back. Oh, wait, before we go, because apparently, um, possibly, um, oh my god, I lost my train of thought. Possibly, either this promo or like the next promo. Oh, uh, Kelly. Kelly's gonna be there. So. Yeah. Oh, and originally she was only supposed to be there for like two episodes. Apparently, she's gonna yeah, be there for four. Think- yeah, it's both shows. It was supposed to be awesome. just. It was supposed. I think it was just supposed to be finale of both. And yeah, and now she's the two be on the penultimate and then the finales because it's like a yeah. big crossover thing at the end. Yeah. Oh. Um. I have to go shower, but I'll make this quick because uh. They put out the summaries for the uh finales and stuff for the shows, yeah, and yeah, um. Oh boy, because um. Oh boy. Elliot and Olivia get benched oh boy oh boy it must be real bad for olivia to get like olivia is a freaking captain Captain. and she's getting benched it's gotta be bad and both of us are like please wait let her wait let that wait her the fuck up exactly like wait man this is it and then the other part that scared us because I literally sent this to Taryn and I didn't know you what were, she was I was doing, doing something. You were like, here, here. What we got to talk about this. Um, there's a, I forget. It says that, that the last one. tries to hack the dark web and it backfires, mm. putting the t- putting her squad in danger. So here, we're going to start with this. One. Jet isn't perfect, but she rarely ever messes up. Um, but even if she does, it's mm-hmm. never as big as this. Yeah. As her putting her entire in team in danger. Two, hacking is her thing. Yeah. This is going to take a huge toll on her, and I'm not ready for it. Because yeah. I have a feeling she's going to be like, 
Because we've kind of played with it. Have you ever, it's going to be like, be like, she's probably going to be like very defiant. Like, no, I never mess up. This is what I do for a job. How could I have messed yeah. up? And it's, she's going to be very upset about yeah. it. Um, because we three, have been writing unconditional. You can make your third point. That's the, the other thing that I'm concerned about, because it says that she it puts the entire team in danger, is are people going to get mad at her? I'm like, please like, don't. It's, she's it's a like, baby. Like, is Belle going to get mad at her? Or is any of the other squad going to get mad at her? what like i can't take can't do it anybody getting mad at her i want them to be more like supportive it's okay you can fix it but i have a feeling it's not gonna be be and my ah where are you screaming because we're a little close to get it you're right you're right i forgot (laughs) i I was like honestly when you said why are you screaming then i saw it and said oh that's why uh roll posted more stuff um anyway so the question is now is what happens and how how does she mess up? Like well, what? we can only hope we weren't writing unconditionally. That's like the real fear I have. If I was correct on And my other thing is, will it be found out later that like it didn't work? Or is it gonna be found out in time? And then Jet is gonna be like, no, 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 trying to fix it. And yeah. Yeah. Also, I was gonna say we've kind of like we started unconditionally. We took like one thing, which everyone knows by now was like, let's write that story. But then, like, we've been sprinkling in stuff that we've learned since then. Yeah. We're going to have to figure, figure out we're going to do it that. We do have an idea for that. We haven't done it yet. But uh, it's not until probably chapter four or five. But, but we will be back later. Yeah. Because, I'm going to shower and I'm going to go put my jet shirt on and then we can keep going. Yeah. Because, yeah, then we will finish. But then I actually, I remembered I had to be productive and do homework. So we're literally going to have to rush through it and then I got to speed run. <laughs> but it's very easy to speed run through one of those comments very boring. It's probably it's one of the low total ones on the list of episodes. Yeah. Anyway, okay. we'll be back. Okay, bye. See you guys in a bit. Yeah. Oh. Okay, we are back. We're last time. We got a speed run because Kelly has to do grown up things before the show starts. I have master's degree homework to do, people, and I need to get done. Yes. Okay. Because. <laughs> I have been not so great lately and procrastinated and was sad. And now everything is due tomorrow at 11.59. So, yeah. Okay. 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 Speed run. Uh, or it's, kind of, it's called uh, Diplomatic Solution. So, uh, is Elliot's getting ready to go to work and he's making his mom some tea because she's back and staying with him. And... and- yeah, fridge, you know. Keep and the, here's what we said: we may not like the guy, but he's a good son. So that's all the points he gets. And that's what he gets. He gets points for being a good son. About it. That's it. So um, he's like, he's like, he's like, keep your phone close, and she's like, then she says, I keep my phone close to call all my friends for the party I'm having. And I was like, <laughs> oh, sorry. Pause. My professor just said I got. My first half of that seventh assignment said it looked good, so yay! That means I'm good. Okay. Anyway, um, uh, yeah. And she's like, um, and when he said that he's leaving, she's like, oh, what am I going to do? All sad and alone. Bernie, Bernie's like, sarcasm is the best. 
because here's the thing when she like her when um when she's not like in one of her like episodes she is like you know um in a standard state and it can be pretty funny um and then so he offered yeah he offered to make his mom chamomile tea and it's like okay um i'm gonna pick you up we're gonna have lunch together and i was like okay stop it stop making me feel i'm not trying to feel happy fluffy things about that but no it was sweet that elliot was like on his lunch break he's gonna have lunch with his mom um yeah, I'll keep my phone close to call all my friends to the party I'm having. That's funny. Um, and then Elliot leaves and he goes to work. And he sees Ayana talking to a guy in her office and he looks at Jet, Jamie, and Bobby who are all like watching. Yeah. And he's like, what's going on? And then Jet is like, guy that's not Thurman, uh, head of counterintelligence. And the big boy showed up and like, oh. And I literally just put, Andy looks pretty because they were wearing like a sweater, like a, like a mm-hmm. sort of like golden brown details and it looks pretty. Um, you know yeah. us. People always comment on Jet's outfits. Exactly. Um, so after the conversation, um, the, Yana's like, guys, we got a case. Um, <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Um, and they open up this file and they talk about how this woman's her name is Daya Ligari and she is an ambassador to ambassador to India. Yeah. And um and yeah. Jet immediately goes, I read about her. Big ambitions back home. And my first thought was of course Jet has read about her. Like how to do her research. Also just, you know, would read about other powerful women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and then Reyes brings up chat GBG, which was funny because like that's been all the rage lately and now it's on the show. Like it's, it's, it's like the software we use to turn our papers in that tells you if you plagiarized or not. It can yeah. Like, I yeah. And you said it's something had something to do with her speech. Um yeah. And so the bureau is being assigned to take her to and, the embassy and can i become her security they were um because basically this whole like meeting of why she's there is about whether or not india is supporting russia yeah that's a real life the whole, like russia and ukraine thing that's going on in the world still mm-hmm. um and ayana's like i would go but i can't she has a court date for Jack's custody hearing. I was like, uh, I forgot that was a thing, and now I'm sad again. If I can put that out of my memory, I want to be sad. Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to remember that, but that's a thing. God, she better get some time with her kid, or I'm gonna riot. Yeah, because um, um, I will never forget her reading that letter, and she stopped right when Denise said that she took Jack. Yeah, man, but what a time that was! That was because we ended up that kid. That was a whole year ago. 
That's fucking insane. It's not long. Oh. We watched a final call at Friendly's Bar, and then we watched that. Shut up. No. Oh, okay. Um. Anyway, so there's that. So they have Elliot and the Yannins going to take care of this situation. Yeah. Um. And they originally have like this car like set up yeah. for her to go with like her assistant and everything else. And Elliot is like, nope, she's riding in my car. For some reason. Jamie, Jamie is like, why? Why? And Elliot gives him a look, his usual like look Don't. that says, do not question me. Don't ask questions. And then Jamie was like, okay. And then that was when I was like, that was when we got the Jet Matrix looking outfit with the long coat and everything. Uh, and I was like, oh my goodness, everyone is acting and looking so official. Like the guys are in like suit t- jackets and ties. Oh, I liked it. Um, and so Elliot is riding in the car with this woman and she was like asking for water. Okay, um, he's like, we don't have any. I wasn't told you needed any. No one told me. I'm just here to protect you as security. Um, yeah. And then all of a sudden, Elliot sees this guy walking down the street with a hood. He has, like, this remote in his hand. And he pushes a button. And boom. Car explodes. I was like, bro, this is going to happen in the first 10 minutes of the show. Yeah, and it's the car that's in front of them. Yeah. Um, and the promo, they did, like, a weird camera angle thing. It looked like it was their car. Like, yeah. it was weird, but it was car in front and of them. I put, and then you put, Elliot was right to tell her to ride with him. And then I put underneath. You just said he was right. What is happening? <laughs> Some kind of way he just knew he was just like I mean it's probably because like you know him car trips yeah, car bombs that PTSD from car okay. bombs um, they should have done something more with that I think they kind of just literally was just like yeah whatever and then they have it has moved on like the rest of the squad jumps right into action Jet's calling for an ambulance Jamie is keeping the mad the madam in a car but he was like. Getting really like, he almost like pushed her back in the car. He's like, Maya, madam, you need to stay in the car. And Reyes took on her assisting. He was like, no, no. And then Reyes takes out his gun and starts to like look for the yeah, in the car. Um, and then Jet has a walkie-talkie, and I was like, yep, Reyes has a suit and tie. They all look good. Um, and then Jet goes to talk to the bomb investigation people, and I'm like, of course she freaking knows about bombs. This girl knows about literally everything. This tech, she knows it. Yeah. Which is like, why? Which is like, again, what the hell? How does she mess up? Yeah. Um, which, right. honestly, if they show it under promo, then it means I'm not going to be okay for a week. Yeah. We'll be Please, I need that to like, just be an episode thing so I can have peace. It won't be unwell for local people. All right. Um, what's he doing? Uh, that bit, bit, Jet was like, "We're look, we're looking for a missing, missing hooded dude." <laughs> oh, Jet. And then the bomb dude was like, "Oh yeah." Um, she's like looking at the um, like the freeway above and talking to the bomb dude. And the bomb dude, the guy, somebody mentions sewer. Mm-hmm. And then this is what's hilarious to me. She's like, hey, guys. And then Je- and then Jamie and Bobby look right at her. And then they transition to Jamie and Bobby in the sewer. And Jamie's like, this is not the OT I was talking about. 
So I have no idea how Jet got them to go in the sewer. convinced them to go do it. But the fact that her first thought was like, hmm, I'm going to send them. They're going. I'm not going to go. ruin her nice coat. Go. Yeah. She can ruin her nice coat in the sewer. Yeah, but they're wearing suits and ties. And this is Jet. She was probably bullied them into doing it as a joke. Yeah, I just find it hysterical that it's like, she's literally, the guy's like, oh yeah, it's probably like the things connect to the sewer. And Jet's first thought was, I'm going to get Reyes and Wheel into it. Like, it's so funny, but it's a, it's it's just literally like, why the show should be a comedy. We told, we told them organized crime should be a comedy. Like, Jet, you go. Okay. Like, he was like, dominated them and said I do also the fact that um Jet has even though Jet is the youngest of the three Jet has seniority she's been there the two of them she's been longer which is probably why she's like kind of technically like able to be like hey you guys are gonna go to the sewer and I'm gonna stay up here (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and then they're looking around the sewers, and all of a sudden, they have a whole bunch of lasers pointed at them. Yeah, like, oh, shit. I'm like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we come back from a commercial break, Um, and mm-hmm. this guy walks out of the shadows, and he's like, you may be the police, but down here, I'm the sheriff. And I'm like, and I was like, oh, it was a wild time down in the sewer. I'm like, they're getting cornered by a sewer gang? turns out there's a whole community of homeless people living down there yeah. and the guy main like the lead guy is like you guys should be targeting the IRS and yeah. he's, he's like they're basically the reason why I'm down here yeah then you take your house and everything away from me. and I, you could see the guys like looking around and like, like there's people what like and by and Jamie is like full on baffled by how many people are down there. Yeah, there's like thirty five. Well, he yeah. says this in a second, so they're like thirty five. They, well, including him is thirty six. Yeah, the guy said either that he had been down there for either like possibly forty. We didn't know if he said forty five or four two five years. The captions weren't working. But, um, I wasn't paying attention to anything at this moment. I was like, oh. Um, and then there's my door down. Our Uber Eats, my DoorDash is here. Anyway, sorry. My aunt will get it, it's fine. Go my aunt is here, she'll get it, it's fine. Okay. Um, oh, the transition to Elliot talking to the... Yes, yeah, my guy. My, guy. my mom. I think she has the one. Daya is like talking. She Elliot says something. I forget what he said before it. And he said, would it help if I said please? And I was like, no. No, I don't care. <laughs> um, I think she was trying to leave, like the, yeah. the lady. And she tried to go do something. He was like, "No." And she was like, was "Like, would it help if I said please? Like, please stay." No. Ellie was like, um, mm-hmm. "As they're talking to the assistant, and then the assistant was like, oh my god, I ordered that car for you. I was like, you were supposed to be in the car with yeah, me.' He's yeah, like sad and panicking and crying." Because they're like best friends, mm-hmm. um, and then so Elliot, then Elliot gets a phone call. And he leaves and he gets a phone call saying, "Bernie, 
and she's lost. Yeah. Ugh. Which, um, like, for those who aren't aware, can sometimes be a um, common occurrence for people in older age who are starting to possibly get dementia or Alzheimer's. Yeah, Mitch yeah. also has bipolar. You know that Bernie has bipolar disorder, but I have a f- feeling it's starting, she's starting to get yeah. dementia possibly as well. Yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah, I think, kind of, I think pre- maybe also, but I feel like Elliot was very specific on like making a, saying a list of things to her. Yeah, he's like, maybe like stuff like that. Maybe, yeah, I like that. She like, knew what she needed to do. Everything happening. Make her aware of everything he's planning to do. No, actually, originally, I think he he called to be like, hey, mom, I can't, I'm not going to be able to come to lunch. And then Bernie, I, Elliot, I don't know. I am. So he sends an officer to get her. And then we transition Mm -hmm. to Jet showing up at the apartment. um, Mm -hmm. And the guys called her and they're like, are you at your station? And Jet was like, no, I'm at Stabler's apartment. He asked me to check on his st- he asked me to stay with his mother. Um, And here's the thing, Bernie literally just went on a walk and she got lost. Like, yeah. It can happen with people with dementia. Like, they literally just go on a walk, familiar places. Then an episode starts and they don't remember where they are and they get lost. Mm. Um, Here's the thing on that. Two things. A, the fact that Elliot's first thought to call anybody to stay with his mom was Jet. Makes me, like, happy. Also, it's like, I feel like Jet would be really good with Bernie. They didn't give us, like, a whole lot of the interaction of her, like, you know, taking care of her. She was kind of just, you know, sitting there to make sure that Bernie didn't try to leave again. Or being there in case any she did get into an episode. Um, I mean, he maybe probably would have called Ayana, but like, you know, I was busy with her own stuff. So he went to chat. Um, and then Jamie was like, Oh, what, you can't work your mad like you can't work your magic? And then Jet was like, For magic to work, you need energy and intent. And this has very little of either. But she's looking yeah, at this. Kind of, we want to identify that guy and there's like no evidence. Like, There's like, nothing. Like, I got nothing. Um, and then, so Jet pulls up her laptop and is, like, trying to look into the picture. And, like, Bernie walks into the room and is, like, looking over Jet's shoulder, watching her do her work. And Jet is on speakerphone with the guys. And she's like, oh, I think I got something. It looks like playing cards. And then Bernie is like, nope, that's a pack of Russian cigarette- cigarettes. Russian. And keep in mind, the three youngins are all listening to, like, Bernie talking mm-hmm. at this point. Um, and Bernie's like, my boyfriend had him when he was stationed in Korea. Um, and she went into this really nice, like, romantic story thing. And then she literally just walks away. And Jet, like, turns her head and she opens her mouth to say something. And then, like, closes her mouth and, like, turns back at her work and is like, I'm an, I am convinced Jet was, like, blown away in that moment mm-hmm. oh my god who is this amazing woman 
Also, the fact that Ansley put the promo pic of her mm-hmm. and Ellen, I mean, them and Ellen on um, their Instagram and was like, I still can't believe this photo is real. And it's like, yeah. Oh, and here is... I gotta eat, so I will... Uh, All right, hold we'll on. I have to say one more thing. Yeah. Um, we actually have a uh, something in common with um, you know, EOS, and that doesn't happen a lot, but we do. But we are mm-hmm. insistent that Bernie would adopt Jet as her sixth grandchild. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll be back shortly, once again. All right. Okay. Well, Callie will be back in a minute. It's just me. So. Okay, so. I lost my spot. Okay, three or four. Strong spot. Okay. So, right on. After JB and Bobby, but Hoppy, out of the sewer. And Bobby's pants are really like soaked, like, like unwearably soaked. And then he says, this doesn't seem right to be wearing another man's pants. And he, and he says, well, in my apartment, it was on the way. I had to change from the New York sewer system. And, like, Jamie's taller than Bobby, so, like, he had his pants rolled up. So, like, because, you know, they didn't hurt. But it's pretty funny, like, to see him wearing Jamie's pants because they had to. So... They go do some investing and they find out this guy, who is Mr. Patel, is dead. He was supposed to be the driver for some kind of reason. He called out, so he wasn't the driver. So then they're talking. So then the squad, this group is talking, and then. And they were like, How'd you figure that out? And Jet says, I didn't. Your mom, your mom did. Cowboys. Okay. I'm here. Sorry. Okay. I'm at uh, when they're t- just telling them about uh, I didn't, your mom did. She also said she didn't need a babysitter. She's that basically part. like trying to tell Elliot your mom does not want anybody else. Like your mom does not need a babysitter. Like she made that clear. But also it makes me think that they got close during that yeah. like 30 minutes that she was there. Mm-hmm. Which I love. Um, did you, did we, did you pass the part where Bobby had to borrow Jamie's pants? I just said it, but you can say it again because you always. I just find it funny because you can absolutely, like, you could tell, like, that Reyes is uncomfortable because, A, the pants are too big because Jamie's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could see him had to roll up the pants and he's, like, walking uncomfortably. Because it's like, I just, I just don't feel like myself. And Jamie is basically like, stop complaining. Like, yeah. <laughs> which is funny. They are so funny to me. Mm-hmm. All right. And then they, after they get the Russian cigarette part, mm-hmm. Ray they go is find like, oh, I have a contact. Um, and Yana's like, okay, Jamie can go with you. And then he's like, no, this is something I need to do alone. So he goes. Um, Elliot talks to Daya, and she's like, "We eliminated the angry, angry boyfriends. Like, 
that threat is gone. And Elliot is like, mm-hmm. you're not taking this seriously. Yeah. And then she's like, you could, she looks at her security guard in the camera transitions and um, she's like, I, if I, na- I can't, like, if I were to name names, it would cause, like, issues or something. And then the security guy walks in the room and is like, what are you still doing here? And Elliot immediately stands up and chokes the dude. Because, mm-hmm. of course he does. He's like, I was ordered to protect the ambassador. I'm not going anywhere. And then he's like, okay, I'm leaving. But, like. Yeah. All right. Um. And then we transition to Reyes at a church. Yeah. And he's talking to the guy that's there. And the guy knows him and his family. And he's like, Tammy and the kids are good. Again, damn the show for taking up the scene where we meet his kids. Because all we know is he has kids. We don't know anything about them. You know, there is two boys and a girl. And one of them is Bobby. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Like one of those. Um, and the guy at one point makes the point that like, oh, so you come here looking for my help, but you can't come to meetings. Yeah. Or your program. We were like, yeah, your program. Mm-hmm. And that is a very vital piece of information because they just admitted that Bobby goes to AA. Mm-hmm. Um. And I made the possible connection being that um when he was in that hor- his horrible foster home um and he was talking to a kid he's like look yeah. i know about the burns and the drugs the burns and the fighting and the alcohol so my theory is like if he's getting if he was given like alcohol at like 12 13 mm-hmm. possibly got addicted once he got older mm-hmm. and that is why he went to yeah goes to AA um I hope they dig more into that and they don't just leave it at that because that's mm-hmm. pretty important and I know mm-hmm. they've done like other like blank anonymous things before because Amanda went to Gamblers Anonymous Cragen mm-hmm. was in a program alcohol Okay. Um. Oh yeah, they were talking about the potato chip casserole debate, and the guys like, like, "You come here for business, but you don't have time for a meeting or your program." Um, and the director there knows who sells the cigarettes, so you know Reyes's visit was good. And they go back. He goes back to the bureau. He gives them the info. Um, Jet looks up the dude with like some cross referencing, whatever. And Elliot was like, last known? And Jet was like, yep. And then they leave. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamie unlocks a lock with a rag at this house that they're going to. Um, and Yana and Elliot find the guy in his kitchen cooking. And according mm-hmm. to Danielle, he was actually cooking something and it smelled really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and then you could see the guy has a gun taped under his table and he's slowly mm-hmm. reaching for it. And Elliot reaches him first and puts the gun to his neck. And it's like, 
yeah, you're going come with us. So they bring her down to the interrogation room, and Ayana's like, your rap sheet reads like Tolstoy. And the guy was like, okay. thank you. Because Tolstoy is known for having incredibly long books. And the guy's like, thank you. And the guy says, that wasn't a compliment. says, that wasn't a compliment. It's long and repetitive. And then we go back. And I'm like, and Elliot's getting threatened again by, you know, the security guard and just in general. Because, of course. Um, so they set up a sting to talk to the guy who's, like, behind all this. Um, they got Jamie and Wheeling in one car, Ayana and Elliot in the other car, and Jet is, like, behind this rock with a camera taking all the pictures, which I loved. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, she has cute little rings on her fingers, like a bunch of them. And, and she, when she's, like, turning... Her head, she has her headphone mm-hmm. in her ear again. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I love her rings. Um, so Leland is re- the guy doing it he's arrested and we find out he's selling semiconductors used in missiles and other weapons yeah um, to the indian ambassador team mm-hmm. and we basically we find out it was like the part it was the security guard which i had a feeling um they arrest him and Daya's like, oh, before you take me to the airport, I need to get something. She leaves. Mm-hmm. She comes back with this silver case. Mm-hmm. And the camera, like, literally, just like, she's like, I'm here. And the camera stops on it. It's like, it's obviously in there. What she was being. And then Elliot and Daya have a conversation at the airport. Daya admits she has them. Yeah. She was bringing them back home. Yeah. And Elliot somehow convinces her to turn them in yeah but when she he goes oh, to tell her because she couldn't get a diplomatic immunity or something like it would yeah. have expired or something so she's like you can tell me that yeah which is why the security guard didn't think he was going to get arrested at first yeah diplomatic immunity but no if you apparently not not this time they got like warrants and all that so elliot talks to the counterintelligence dude and the counterintelligence dude is like how did you get it and she's like uh she said the sick he lied for her and said mm-hmm. oh she said the security guard put them in there um she gave yeah. it and then jamie and reyes are like why did you just let her go like what about repercussion repercussions and elliot's like when she goes back home empty-handed it's gonna be bad enough and it's like yeah and mm-hmm. then he goes home and yeah. his mom is sitting outside yeah she's looking at the stars and there's a shooting star that goes by and she said she's making a wish um and elliot like looks at her and takes her hand and he looks at her and she says i got the name of two really nice houses really nice homes for you and bernie's like oh okay um she has to have a walking path because she wanted to walk yeah she wants lana's legs as long as they have walking paths yeah, and they close. Go look at them. And Bernie makes a comment of like, "What if I don't like them?" And Elliot's like, "If you don't like them, then we'll go look at them more." And I'm like, "Okay, you get good points for being a good son." Like, mm-hmm. um, here. Yeah. And Elliot says, "I just want you taken care of." Uh, 
Bernie says, I just want you to be happy. All I've ever wanted for you. Yeah, you just wrote the same line twice. I think you started the line that I like. You no, might have written the same one. Lines. Are they separate? Are they different ones? Okay, then. So then. And they're both like smiling at each other. Mm-hmm. Um, And Bernie says, All I've ever wanted was for you to be happy. That's my only wish. And then it ends. And it ends. I'm like, Aw. Yeah. I give this three and a half. Three. Wasn't like great. I give it the half because Bernie was there. Bernie. Okay, fine. I'll do that. Bernie gives it the bump. All right. Yeah, that's what it was. I don't remember what's happening in the promo. And it was something that, and, no, it, it's happening in like three hours. It's called Pareto Principle. I don't know what that means. Posted. <laughs> okay, we have like 10 minutes. It was, they find some, this woman finds somebody in the washer. She finds a head in the washing machine. Head in the washing and then the guy they think they did it was in prison, so he couldn't have done it. But there's a lot of questions, and that's yeah. it. And it's gonna have we have to like ten minutes, like it starts show starting ten minutes. All so, right, so that is all. Thanks for listening. We're gonna go thanks post this. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go we'll export we'll this. Next time. We'll be back. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.